Hi, Bernadette. Welcome to our show. How are Hi, you? Hi, Eileen. Hi. So, um, Hello, so happy everyone. To, mm -hmm. Hi, and and so happy to have you uh, on our very first first episode. Uh, maybe just for the benefit of our listeners, could you maybe share a little bit in terms of what you do? Yeah, for sure. So, um, hello everyone. I'm Bernadette. I'm a psychotherapist. I'm the founder of My Inner Child Clinic. So, I specialize in clinical hypnotherapy and clinical trauma. You know how sometimes, right, we struggle, right, with intense emotions and negative thoughts. And the truth is that we all, right, as human beings, we all have that, yeah? And we all want a way out, but we're all stuck in the same cycle over and over again because we all have our own blind spots. So I work with individuals and couples to train them to assess our brilliant brain, right? How to work for us, to let go of our past baggage and our deep emotional wounds so that we gain clarity and are empowered to make the right choices for our own lives with confidence and with freedom. So in the work that I do, I also have a background in biomedical science and holistic nutrition as well as clinical research. So I pay particular attention to not just our mind, but also our body and our spirit. I honor the wholeness of a person because we are definitely the sum of all our parts. Yeah. And we cannot just work on one part and leave the other. In particular, when we want to focus on um, healing the child within us, right? Our inner child, mm. the little boy or girl within us that in spite of all our life difficulties and struggles, we grow up, right? Mm. We carry some scars and some wounds um, and they may still be affecting us in our adulthood even yeah. though we may not remember what they originally are. Yeah. So my purpose is actually mm. really to help let go of whatever that is no longer working for you mm. and very importantly, to uncover your inner rich resources so that you can be built up as a person and continue to move forward in life. Mm. Interesting. Very, very interesting line of work you're in, Bernadette. So let's kind of come back to, um, you know, the listeners who are, um, you know, listening to this podcast. And, and I think here we are referring to um, women, women like us. So mm. I'm sure you have a lot of clients and, and people you speak to. So what have you observed, um, especially when it comes to the mental well-being of women? So, you know, in this day and age, um, we juggle so many things, so many responsibilities, work and family. So what have you been observing in, in the past few years you've been in practice? Okay, so I definitely empathize with the heavy responsibilities of the modern women. Yeah. Right? We, take, we take on multiple roles. Yes. Yeah. Being a mother, a wife, a daughter, daughter-in-law, sister, friend, career woman, and I'm one myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. What I really observe is that we try to do too much. Yeah. We forget ourselves and we beat ourselves up for not being enough. Mm -hmm. So we tend to put everyone else before our own needs, especially our children. Mm. So a common priority list will look like children, work. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your own parents or your mm -hmm. in-laws. Mm -hmm. um, then husband. Yeah, usually the last they are the last one. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or maybe then friends. But where are we in the picture? Correct. Yes. Correct. So we forget about ourselves, right? Correct. Correct. Mm. Yeah. And, and and it's usually in the 
later years, right, when our children are young, highly dependent on us, that mm -hmm. we really, because of our role as a nurturer, right, and our comfort, mm -hmm. and the comforter, we mm -hmm. gravitate towards providing all the needs of our children. And sometimes mm -hmm. we forget that we have our husbands, yeah. that we have our role as wives, Mm. We forget to nourish our husband and wife relationship and to be nourished by it. So very often we run on an empty love tank. Yeah. Yes. So 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 when I see women and you know they tell me that oh I feel actually very burned out, mm. right? Mm. I, I really see this overwhelming sense of exhaustion. Yeah that comes from like you know it's physical because maybe you are tired up mm. all night especially if you have to tend to young children they don't sleep through the night mm. or maybe emotionally drained because you could be having conversations with a very challenging teenager or trying to get your young children to do the routines right yeah, yeah. but there is no topping up there's mm. a lot of giving there's mm. no topping up of you know what you need to mm. make yourself happy and fulfilled yeah. and um, sometimes we just grow increasingly um, dissatisfied, right? Mm. Um, with life. Mm. We get upset, we get bitter, we get easily triggered. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, we talk about the term burnout a lot, especially in recent years. I think with the COVID pandemic, um, it's even more prevalent. Um, so, but that, how do we know if we are burnt out? Because you talked about earlier, you know, talk about we have to nourish our, the needs of others, you know, our kids, our, our work. And sometimes, you know, if we remember our husbands, um, how, 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 do we, how do we know we are we're so tired? Because I think burnout is, if, if, if I'm correct, it's kind of, it's not just being tired anymore, but it's kind of like an you know, even more extreme level. How, how do we know, how do we know that, that we're burnout? Mm. There are a few consistent patterns actually. Mm -hmm. So one of them is what I've mentioned earlier about this um sense this this sense of exhaustion that is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Right. So so when that happens, um there is also um a natural tendency to want to withdraw, to want to retreat because we want to conserve energy. Mm -hmm. So there's some form of um distancing emotionally and trying to like you know detach yeah yes but when that happens um we kind of also isolate ourselves and we run another different conversation of mm. oh am i a good enough mother right mm. am i doing enough mm -hmm. and we may feel um shame and guilt kicking in for not living up to our own expectations mm. of what we think we should be as a mother. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, so why in your view, right, because from what I read as well, I think more and more people are seeking help in the area of mental health, mental well-being. So why is there such a trend? Why are we seeing more and more, especially women, um, I think men as well, you know, seeking help, you know, with therapy or um, psychiatrists. Why, why are there more people seeking help now? Um, well, if you look at it, there is a lot more medical literacy. People mm. are a lot more aware. Okay? Mm. And also, if we were to look specifically at women, mm. right? Since 
I mean, throughout history, okay, and, and you can go and just check out, right? Women really just have the tendency to want to seek help for themselves. They are more open. They are more receptive. Good. Yeah. And if you look at the fact that we as women play many roles, mm. there is this invisible pressure from our environment that mm. we kind of somehow need to keep all these balls in the air. Yes, right? yes. And but if you were to look back in time, for those of us who are in our thirties or our forties, we may remember that um growing up our mothers are with us. You know, many of us have our mothers with us at home. Mm. And in fact, I, I remembered for my own commencement when I was in NUS, which was about 20 years ago, um, the MC actually said, like, oh, welcome all parents because you know you must be so proud of your children for living out you know your dream of fulfilling maybe your dream of a higher education mm. yeah. and so we know that it's only the last couple of decades that more women are um you know they are more highly educated they are entering the workforce yes. so we have taken on the role not only as mother wife daughters you know sister and friend but a worker an employer or an employee yes. so the size of our pie has increased but yes, yes, our yes. traditional and social roles kind of still remained with us mm. yeah that and makes so much sense yeah correct and it's something that that aspect has not um maybe completely uh, has not shifted lah in the sense that we are still expected. It could be an expectation mm. we place on ourselves. It could be expectations, as I said, the invisible pressure yes. from the environment, yes. right? So that we feel that, okay, we need to juggle all these balls in the air. But the thing is, we all only have 24 hours. <laughs> True. Um, and I'm and sure all of us wish we had 36 hours or 48 hours in a day, right? Mm. And that's the catch, because we have limited time. Right. Mm. And not the whole idea, as in for, for burnout, right? It is this imbalance between the stress and the resources. Right? Okay. I mean, it put it in a very simple term. Yeah. Mm. So so when, when that happens and we find that oh we, we still have all these roles, but we don't have we have a bit of a finite resources, mm. that's when the distress kicks in, right? And the dissatisfaction, right? Um kicks in and we try to want to know what to do about it. Okay. Yes. So, so you mentioned that we juggle so many balls. Mm. So in your view, what advice can you give to women like us um, when it comes to managing the demands of work as well as family? How can we do it in an effective manner such that we don't fall into you know, um, a trap such as burnout? Mm -hmm. So where you face where you place your focus is actually key. So mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to understand that we can focus on what we can do at each moment. Yeah. So um in the work that I do, I focus a lot on the salutogenic approach, which means mm -hmm. instead of the conventional mental health model of focusing mm -hmm. on the problem, talking about it, about the what's wrong and trying to make it go away, I look at um, building your inner resources mm. right, of increasing your capacity and your capability mm -hmm. so what we can do right now that is within our control and as we do that we build 
ourselves as a person. Mm. Yeah, so we are not going to focus on what's wrong and what's not working or what we cannot do. But at this moment, what can I do? Right? Mm. And one essential thing that I see my clients being able to do successfully is marking out at this time, which role am I playing? Mm. If I am in the office, my role is a worker. And mm. I'm going to commit all my energy, my attention, my focus to do the good work. Mm. Once I end work, I put this down and I mm. pick up my other roles. Mm. So it is clear how I behave. And it's about asking yourself at each given moment, what is good enough for you given all the time, energy and resources that you have? Mm. Okay. The stress kicks in actually when we don't do that, right? Sometimes at work, the work that we do could be tough and we need to take a break. You know, uh, my brain is fried or the work can be mundane and sometimes yeah. we struggle, right? Yes. Uh, we struggle with seeing maybe a bigger purpose of the work that we do and we get distracted. We try to cope. We mm -hmm. check our phones, we browse the internet, right? We chit-chat with our colleagues. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with that, right? Mm -hmm. We all need breaks. We all need to connect. Uh, we, we need to feel better so that we can perform. But sometimes mm. that carry away. Yeah. Yes. So in a way, um, for especially for full-time working mothers, you know that you are at least a good eight and or nine hours away. And by the time you reach home, maybe a good 10 hours away already. Mm. And you are only left with that much, you know, half the time, including, you know, you have to sleep, you have to tend to yourself. Yeah. So we have to kind of practice. And, and I say it's practice because we kind of have to try again and again. Mm -hmm. Self-discipline, right? Mm. Kind of put a limit to the time of, you know, when I'm in this place, I'm going to be this. And after work, mm. I'm going to come back and I'm going to pick up my other roles. Mm. Because having self-discipline gives us this self-control to do what we truly want to do, right? Mm. Rather than being blown away, right? Yeah. By the yes. environment, by the winds of our desires. Yes. And... We do not want to end up in a case where, you know, we start to feel the heat for not finishing our work for the day. And on top of that, like, oh, we're not productive enough. And then now I have to go back and attend to my family. And mm. we can be fully present. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So we okay. have recognized that our roles are going to be different yes. in the day versus in the night. Yes. Our roles will be different maybe on weekends versus weekdays. Mm -hmm. Especially if we don't have help at home. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. our roles are going to be different during different times of the year, mm. um, especially if you have school-going children. Mm. So your exam periods are going to be different from normal days. Yes. Yes. So it's about being present in the role that you're in and not trying not to get distracted by, you know, a role that's maybe coming on later on. Um, and just being really focused when it comes to, um, I, I would say, drawing boundaries as well, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, it's easier said than done. Yes. Right? It is easier said than done. And, and we want to recognize that because, like, you know, what does it mean to stay present? What mm. does it mean to be in the here and now? Mm. Right? That in this moment, I'm talking to Eileen on the podcast. Right, mm -hmm. and this is my now, but before that, maybe I was having breakfast, 
Mm. And after this, yes, I'm going to continue with my work. So mm. it's about training our minds to mark out the you know the different times, and these are like micro moments mm. for yeah. us to actually be more aware of, because we can we can easily let the so called the past the moment say, or oh, maybe just before I go to work, um, we had a fight. You know, I had a fight with my child in the car because mm. my child, I have a young child, and and he's not going to be. He's like having a tantrum. Mm. And I can allow the past to affect my present, yes. right? When, and I bring it to work, and maybe I am not as focused. Yeah, and that is going to affect uh, my productivity for the day. So yeah. I have to consciously choose. Yes, and I think that's why we hear sometimes. I mean, even for myself, um, trying to do too many things at the same time, and not. Doing well in either of none like I don't excel or do well in any of them because I'm just so distracted by every every little thing that pops up here and there. But um yeah I, I think that those are really uh, good points. Um so further that can you maybe give us some very easy tips in terms of how we can look after us after ourselves because you know uh, we're always looking after. Um, looking after other others like our children, our husbands and parents. But can you give us some easy tips in terms of, um, you know, taking care of our mental well-being? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, I think the first thing to really focus on is care for yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, to really take time. Because you cannot give what you don't have, so it's about taking time for ourselves and be intentional about it. Mm. It doesn't mean that we are selfish, mm. but it is about then filling up our own love tank. Mm. Um. So it's about being able to pause, right? Just for a while, maybe long enough. For me to catch my breath, mm. right to have this moment of stillness while the world continues to spin on, and ask yourself, what does it look like for you, mm. right? Because in our culture, we are so caught up in the doing, 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 mm. and we forget the being. Mm. But we are human beings. Mm. We are meant to feel. Calm, mm. um, feeling peaceful, mm. feeling joyful, mm. instead of just being caught up, right, in the productivity, and allowing that to become our identity. Because we are not machines, ah, you know, we are not robots. We are not meant to keep pushing ourselves. Yeah. So it could well be that, um, and we are not talking about giant steps here, right? Mm. Just one step in the direction you want to go, because. We look at cumulative gains, like that one step in the right direction, that one step that I can do for myself today, that one thing I can do for myself, human right. Okay, um, it could well be take five minutes for myself in the morning before I start my day. Mm-hmm. If I want to enjoy a cup of tea, mm-hmm. be intentional. Mm. Right, really. Tear open the package, pour the water, 
and stir and mm. with the aroma swish the tea in my mouth and let that five minutes right of preparing the tea be something that you give to yourself mm. okay so that you can slow down enough to catch your own breath mm. so it is about being mindful of the moment mm. um, some of my clients after a long day right mm. so it's about self-care it is also about self-appreciation <laughs> yeah. often forget about that like it's it almost does not exist mm. so what is one thing you can do at the end of the day after completing all the mm. things that you need to do that you can thank yourself for Yes. For a client who loves nature, it really means that even if I can just take 15 minutes after I end work and I walk somewhere outside before I go home, that will be me caring and taking care and appreciating mm. myself. Mm. Another mother loves bubble tea. And getting a cup of bubble tea and just sitting there and chewing on the post happily, you know? Yeah. Right? Little some... moments, right? Correct. So yeah. we are looking really at those moments of self-nourishment mm. to really gift to yourself. Mm. So, yes, we can plan for the next holiday and for the spa that we are waiting for, you know? By all means, go ahead. But that mm. is mostly a one-time and you have to plan for it. But yeah. in your daily life, it's mm. about asking the question of how can I, right, be kinder to myself? Yes. How can I be more compassionate? How can yes. I take care of myself better, mm. right? And for all women, I really want to emphasize that it is important for us to know when is our menses, okay? Uh, yes, we, we tend to forget that. We, mm. we, I'm going to emphasize that you need to ensure that your menstrual cycles are regular because mm. we are right mind, body and spirit. We mm. cannot separate one aspect of our lives from the other. Mm. In the clinical trauma work that I do, we really take time to understand the physiology of our bodies and mm. why when we are under stress, we get dysregulated. Mm. Our bodies actually help us our bodies want to protect us but then mm. it's behaving in ways that actually we do not really want yeah so maybe the week before you're going to notice that you have mood swings mm. and you're going to feel very lousy you know you feel down you just feel mm. tired and you're going yeah. to be more irritable you know more snappy right mm. or it could be the days where during the menstruation flow itself right the flow is heavy mm. and you need to pause to slow down instead of doing all the things that you used to do, right? And to really, in a way, prioritize so that you mm. also honor your body and give your body the rest or the break that it needs. Why do I say that? Because, you know, women, right? We are the only species, we are totally different from men. We, we are the only ones who can get pregnant, give birth, and breastfeed. So mm. our bodies took the toil, the toll. And you know that our bodies have this amazing capacity to give life and to nourish life. So, mm. what, so what do you want to do, right? To support this 
amazing capability that belongs only to you. Mm. Right? And of course, right, we have the, the pressure that we still want to look good lah, on top of juggling all the box. So it's yes. about really tending to ourselves, um, nourishing our body, yeah. yeah, and giving the sleep that we need. So because we hear, you know, your body is your temple. Correct. So it's about, it's about, you know, the, the kind of food you put in your body, you know, the, the mindset you have, everything is just, you know, it, it, it is a temple where, where, you know, it takes effort to, to nourish and to uh, maintain. So um, thank you, Bernadette. Those are very useful tips. I, I love the fact that you mentioned that um, taking care of yourself, mental well-being, it's not a one-off thing. It is a conscious effort. And it's also, um, it needs to be a consistent um, um, commitment. It's not, a, you know, it's not just something that, you know, we talk about it and we forget the next day. Um, so, so thank you, Bernadette. I really appreciate you being on our, on our podcast uh, today, talking about burnout and uh, providing these wonderful um, tips and advice for our listeners. Thank you so much. Welcome. Okay.